In the future of 2020, a virus has taken over the world. It has changed our lives in every possible way. But over the horizon, two drifters appear. And they've come to town to tell you the tales of the worst of it. They call it shit show, Game of Rones. Greetings, humans who listen to this podcast. Welcome to Shitshow Colon Game of Thrones hyphen episode 11 brackets Debbie Does Wall Street. <laughs> because just like the 11th installment of Debbie Does Dallas, this podcast is dead set fucking the economy. <laughs> it is a large drain on our wallets and also probably yours because if you're listening, you should be a Patreon. <laughs> you can jump on or a patron on Patreon. You can jump on to www.patreon.com slash Gus and Rig and for the price of a cup of coffee you can get behind us so that we can keep producing content like this. I am Gus. And I am Rig. And for the price of a disint <laughs> or an, a, bl- a hand job with interest... <laughs> You can, you can support us. I say with interest because anyone can get a disinterested hand job in a long-term relationship for free. <laughs> we've, we've spoken about the concept of a sad hand job. A sad, and, and it being a sad handy. They call them sandies, sandies on the street. Absolutely. A sad hand job is the absolute worst thing <laughs> that can happen to you as an because, adult. Because nobody's happy. <laughs> no. As an adult, if you're getting a sad hand job. A sandy. <laughs> a sandy. Things have gone so south. As a teenager, <laughs> you're like, "Shit, this this isn't bad." This th- no, this is the best. A lady is t- or another person, <laughs> or another person is, is touching, touching my me. Dick. Yeah, a sad hand job as a teenager is someone else's hand. Beca- yeah, because a welcome change. Or if you sit on your own hand long enough till you can't feel it, Sandy. still someone else's hand. <laughs> but I'll tell you what, a self sandy, <laughs> rare but can be done. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Difficulty level 10. (laughs) Blood loss, possible amputation. (laughs) Anyway, so it is that time of year, mate, where my wife, Crackle, celebrates her birthday. Yes, I... (laughs) That is shock written all over your face. I know, I have a couple of messages to write. (laughs) Well, don't wish her a happy birthday on this podcast because she does not listen. Okay. Documentedly. So her birthday spirals into a 30-day celebration every year. Spiral is the correct word. (laughs) It certainly is. And even though we now have a young spawn... News to me. (laughs) It should not be any different. And I tried this year to make it exactly the same. Turns out that's really, really difficult when you have a young child whose only source of food is crackle. (laughs) Also, it's really hard when every other crack fest you've had pretty much involves you both consuming a bottle of wine each per day of the month. Yeah, so I'm trying to keep it exactly the same. <laughs> Check in with my son in 10 years yeah. and find out how wet Jep is drunk all the time. <laughs> He's doing great. So part of that was that I've gone, great, we are going to leave Jep with my folks and go to a fine dining restaurant. Yeah. Did that over the weekend. We have gotten to the end of the lunch and gone, great, 
time to take some photos, uh, put it up on socials. For the gram. For the gram. Get one of the waiters to grab a phone and take some snaps. The phone comes back and I'm looking at them and going, holy shit, I look like I've eaten all of the other diners in this establishment. <laughs> <laughs> and, so, and not only that, but, <laughs> but somehow... As I've turned over my left shoulder, I've managed to pinch a piece of skin between my chin and my shoulder (laughs) (laughs) that that makes it look like I have a wave of flesh. That is a rigid- looks like a fucking Vianetta ice cream. (laughs) (laughs) It looks like a Venetian blind. (laughs) So anyway, I've looked at this and I've assumed, oh, crackle, look at these and go. Okay, well, uh, that's not a great photo. <laughs> Let's use another one. She takes her phone back. She's just sort of, I'm like, oh, okay. She's uh, picking a photo, passes the phone back to me, and that exact photo is on the gram yeah. <laughs> because she looks incredible. Yeah. <laughs> so it's oh. that classic thing where you're with a group of people and there's a hierarchy based on the event. Yes. If it's someone's birthday, they must look great. Yeah. Everybody else can look like, as we've discussed, a human vanilla <laughs> <laughs> ice cream or, or a swirl of grimace. Yeah. <laughs> or Jabba's long lost son. <laughs> it's so bad. It's like a flesh ripple. <laughs> like someone has tossed a rock into my skin and there are small waves coming outwards. Yeah, you're the start of the DreamWorks logo. <laughs> And the movie that followed was pure thick. <laughs> oh, mate, I I know a hundred percent what that feels like because whenever I whenever we have to take group shots, which I'm not part of a lot, I am the designated phone holder because I'm usually the tallest in the group. Yes, so I'm that's put- who it, that's who it falls to. Exactly, they're like, oh, you have longer arms. And I'm like. Fuck you. Like, yeah, it's true, but it's just like... that. You sacrifice yourself for the photo you absolute, immediately. You absolutely do, right? So I'm like pushing 6'3". No one around me really that I would take photos with are, you know, that size at all. And so I'm holding this bloody phone out and all of a sudden, every photo that's taken, my head looks like a fucking planet <laughs> and everyone else, little moons that orbit my planet... <laughs> Just a giant brick of a head that takes over a third of the photographic real estate. If someone tried to build that house on a beach, my head, so many neighbours would complain. The council would rip that DA up immediately. So for anybody that is looking forward to enjoying a selfie with Rig, don't worry, it'll look like Mount Rushmore plus you. (laughs) Thick planet-sized face at the front (laughs) of it. Anyway, so that really started off a series of just horrible photos that documented about four or five days where she got everybody. She got members of her family. Her brother Sam got absolutely stoked by (laughs) one of them. He was holding Jep and he's got... Craggles managed to get him with the the upward chin shot. Oh, no. (laughs) Otherwise known as the dick pic (laughs) angle. (laughs) Unfortunately, he wasn't wearing a great hat. So... (laughs) His face, unlike the dicks that we've mentioned in the Dick Pick Dioramas episode, (laughs) just looked as it was instead of classy AF. Yeah. 
<laughs> but yeah, Cragglefest continues. It uh, it does last the entire month of September. Oh my so we God. have so many things left. So many things, Rick. Oh, God. Anyway. You, you are doing the best advertisement for getting back into a relationship. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. You're doing fine. <laughs> so... <laughs> So we better jump into the people segment. I don't know why we say people segment. It's one of two segments we have every <laughs> week during this iteration of the show. <laughs> and and, and it's the only one that doesn't change. <laughs> Completely. And the people have indicated that they are mildly indifferent to this segment. <laughs> it is a people segment in that we give it to the people every week without asking. <laughs> it is the food stamps of segments. It is the unsolicited dick pic of segments. <laughs> We're just giving it to you. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Audio JobKeeper. <laughs> Absolutely. And I just all I can hope is that people treat it like an unsolicited dick pic. No, wait. I hope they treat it like a Sandy. <laughs> <laughs> so, we are, of course, talking about the Sandy of our segments, which is the Trainwreck Trophy. Cue Sting. Alrighty, so we are into Trainwreck Trophy, which means you, Gussel Coit, have gone through the internet to find just the best train wrecks to come out of this week. What have you found for us? Mate. I told you not to call me that. This is a business venture only. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. City. <laughs> Senor Ciudad. <laughs> I am taking you to the motherland. We are off to Britain. So, not Russia. No. Oh, you're about to say Brisbane for some reason. I was like, what? <laughs> that is the motherland of all things terrible. <laughs> Brisbane, if I can talk to you for a hot minute, <laughs> is easily the worst Australian city. <laughs> and I'll tell you why. It doesn't have beaches. It has a shit canal. <laughs> <laughs> All of the real estate is built around this shit canal like it's not shit. <laughs> then the, enti- the entire city is planned but somehow terrible. <laughs> they have a really high uh, uh, population of great restaurants and great bars but the people that go to them are among the Australia's biggest scum. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow, despite ha- despite having all of these amazing restaurants, they still insist on drinking the worst beer in the country. <laughs> and when it comes down to it, if you have to pick a Queenslander out of a lineup, you'll get them every single time. <laughs> it's the bloke that has a bruise just underneath his eye <laughs> and appears to be wearing a singlet underneath a business shirt. <laughs> oh... Great. Also, <laughs> thanks to all our listeners from Brisbane. <laughs> if you want to support the roast, <laughs> Gus's Comedy Central roast of Brisbane, please become a patron. Okay, anyway, so we're going to Britain. <laughs> Motherland. So, Malcolm McDonald. He's a 45-year-old man. And in 2014, he lost a long-running battle. With his penis. <laughs> <laughs> he was beating it every day <laughs> until it vomited. 
<laughs> and uh, then it just <laughs> fell off. <laughs> After 34 years of non-stop Sandys, oh. <laughs> the cock just couldn't take anymore. So anyway, he... His balls it, just threw in the towel. <laughs> he, he, he got an infection in his dick and it turned black. Oh. Unfortunately, this led to his appendage falling off. Oh. Really, really south. Jesus. Which... Is, I mean, his his testicles were fine. It says in the news article. Oh. <laughs> Not sure why that's is, that relevant. That, but I mean, is there a difference there? What I feel. I mean, if you lose your <laughs> shaft, I mean, would you rather have a Ken nub or <laughs> would you like? <laughs> would you rather have just a pair of fruits <laughs> as if on the end of a small bough on a tree? <laughs> <laughs> what a horrible would you rather? <laughs> I'll let you listeners <laughs> mull that one over. And if you'd Straight like to the Insta story. <laughs> if your shaft dropped off, would you rather keeping your balls or not having your balls? <laughs> and to the six percent of our listeners who are under fourteen, welcome to the show. <laughs> tell tell your parents that you're doing something totally different. Yeah. Because if they find out that you're listening to two grown men talk about would you rather if your dick fell off <laughs> have nothing like a Kendall or just balls like a bag of fruit, they will not let you listen to us again. So anyway, quote from McDonald, when I saw my penis go black, I was beside myself. It was like a horror film. I was in complete panic. I knew deep down it was gone and I was going to lose it. So imagine this bloke in that moment going, that's it. Like your dick is is gone. Everyone gets dealt a certain set of cards and his are no dick. Yeah. Then... Modern medicine. Enter the fray and a GP refers him to a urologist who had previously created a bionic penis for a man who was born without one. Follow me down this particular rabbit warren. Bionic. What I always think of like, what is this, like the Robot. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know those Lego, there was like a series called like Bionics or something like that. I'm like thinking yeah. of this dick <laughs> propped up by horrible Lego pieces. <laughs> no, didn't you notice all the Lego men in that particular series had robot cocks? <laughs> <laughs> Robocock. Uh, so here's where it takes a little bit of a turn. So he's gone from very low, lost his dick. Yep. High finds out about the bionic cock. Yep. So, this specialist turns to him and says, Mate, I have a solution for you. I can get you a new penis. Michael McDonald. Uh, <laughs> Malcolm McDonald. <laughs> <laughs> Michael McDonald. <laughs> I heard you got a new penis for me. <laughs> so, just to be I very. <laughs> Michael McDonald penis today. <laughs> to be really clear, Malcolm McDonald, we are not talking <laughs> or creating any illusions that Michael McDonald, the famous singer, has no penis <laughs> and that his penis is either his groin is a smooth nub like a Kentol or a bionic robot cock. <laughs> that Mike, is- hope you're doing well. <laughs> yeah, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I need to call our lawyers. <laughs> that defamation suit is going ham. We will have to frame that cease and desist letter. <laughs> so anyway, so he's had he's had the lows, he's had the highs, and now here is the kicker. The specialist says, 
I can give you a new dick, Michael McDonald. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> Where's it gonna be? <laughs> and the specialist said, growing on your arm. <laughs> Wait, growing what? on his arm. What? The specialist looks him in the eye and says, I can give you a new dick, but I'm going to grow it on your arm. <laughs> What do you, do you mean like, wait, where on the... The arm is a long bit. Like, is it going to be at the top of his hand like a unicorn <laughs> when he punches someone, someone just gets a dick in the eye? No. <laughs> it is halfway... That's, where, that's what I'd want to thought. Halfway down his, his forearm. About I don't know why it matters. It's still bizarre. Yeah, what a strange set of questions from you. <laughs> Whereabouts on his arm? Because there's a couple of normal dick spots on your arm and there's some really weird spots. Rig. In the crick of your elbow. <laughs> it's a doctor growing a dick on an arm, <laughs> mate. For famous singer Michael McDonald. He's got to go out on stage oh, in long sleeves and forever. And sing all of the Doobie Brothers hits with just this dick <laughs> flopping away while he's pounding the keys. <laughs> oh, okay, so basically the idea here is that the arm has... A <laughs> <laughs> in the words of the specialist, the ideal grafting site because of the skin's quality and sensation oh. on the arm. So for anyone that's ever wanted to know, the closest match to penis skin <laughs> is arm skin. And so that stop emailing us about it. <laughs> We've told you now. <laughs> Jesus. Guys, get a hobby. <laughs> Every week, <laughs> just with the question about what other part of the body has the same skin as the penis. It's the arm, we've told you. <laughs> so here's the go. So, so this surgeon, and, and you've, got to, you've got to remember at this point that Michael McDonald is just sitting there <laughs> talking to this specialist. Who and humming a tune. <laughs> <laughs> As he tells him this, and <laughs> he's like, look, any dick, Doc, is better than no dick. I'll take it anywhere you can put it on my body. Arm, totally fine. Long sleeves for me. So oh, the specialist then goes, it's... Uh, okay, I've got another piece of news for you. It's going to take two years to grow it. And Michael oh. McDonald's like, oh, no! <laughs> That's heaps longer than I thought! So, but the doc goes, but the good news is you'll be able to get an erection. Oh, wait. <laughs> so what? It's like, okay, is this like a perpendicular to your arm erection? It's not. You're doing the Spider-Man no. at me. <laughs> no, but I'm like. No, he can't shoot cum like Spider-Man. <laughs> oh, imagine though. But like, which way is the dick going like straight out from his forearm? Yes. Oh my god! So, so basically, for no reason, no apparent reason, this specialist has gone. Great, what we're going to do is, uh, so we're going to grow it on your arm, but also we're going to uh, give you these tubes that can be inflated with a hand pump, so that you can get an erection. And all you need to do is sign my vinyl of the <laughs> Doobie Brothers album. <laughs> Amazing two years ago. <laughs> So, but the question is, what possible reason 
would you have while you're growing your new dick to get an erection? <laughs> what are you using your erect arm dick for? Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, is that what happens when you see a woman uh, with a low-cut no. <laughs> top? I mean, what, all of a sudden... <laughs> <laughs> rig. He gets really tight on his sleeves. I, I think you might have missed the point. He, he he can only get an erection with his hand pump. Now. Oh. Okay. So so I missed a beat. So basically, the hand pump is so that he can get an erection. Yeah, but yeah, exactly. Why what, would what, you want? Why, why have it there? Anyway, so basically, you go. There's some upside. There's some downside. All good. You move forward and go. Um, again, any penis better than no penis. Where it gets real, it's just like publicity. <laughs> Any publicity is good publicity. Completely. the The dick cost sixty five grand oh and God. was completely covered by the NHS. <laughs> what? Yes, correct. The NHS paid covered for a new dick. Paid for a new dick. Holy shit! And the downside of the NHS paying for the new dick is that this procedure all of a sudden was classified as elective and paid for by the taxpayer. So do you know what happened, Rig? It became the lowest priority for the health system. Yeah. So, four years later, oh shit, Michael McDonald still has a penis on his arm, and the saga shows no signs at all of ending because the health system keeps telling him there's absolutely no way that we can squeeze in uh, the appointment for you to get this taken off your arm and attached to your groin for four years. So Jesus. now as COVID continues and pushes out, yes. this continues to push out and blow out and he still has a dick on, on his arm. The complete blame here lies with the specialist who has written and released an award-winning paper on this bionic penis doing a speaking tour, making tons of money from it. The best. Talking to anybody who'll listen about how he is basically the dick doctor or the dictor, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> and for a small fee, he can give you more inches, less inches, whatever you want. You can get an erection with your hand. doesn't matter. <laughs> whatever you want, he will do it for you. And poor Michael McDonald is here going, all I want to do is get my dick off my arm. <laughs> Poor bastard. Oh, Long sleeve shirts for four years because you have a cock growing on your arm I mean, based, based on a health system that has promised you everything and delivered fuck all. I tell you what, though, he's in the right country to be wearing long sleeves all the time. Big time. So at least <laughs> you can get used to it. Big time. All right, what do you got? So I am taking you to the Queen's domicile overseas in the Commonwealth. We're in Canada. <laughs> we're anyway, we're in Canada. <laughs> uh, where COVID is uh, obviously... Rife. Rap- it's rife, as it is with most countries. The, <laughs> the world. Everywhere except for... North Korea. And Turkmenistan. That's right. I was about to say Guam. Why did I think that? Anyway. <laughs> Still zero cases. Uh, the... The Canadian uh, Chief Public Health Officer fronted up to the media on Wednesday and was giving a statement about the current state of affairs. She's asked about sex. Right. Because, I mean, if if you know anything about lockdown as a single person, which you don't... (laughs) (laughs) I certainly do. You tell me every week. 
<laughs> yeah, well, okay. So the thing about lockdown when you're single is it's a real lonely time. <laughs> so many sandies. So many self-sandies. <laughs> Stran- stranger sandies. <laughs> oh, gross. So much sitting on my hand. But basically she's gone out and she's just like, like other activities during COVID-19 that involve physical closeness, there are some things you can do to minimise the risk of getting infected and spreading the virus. She then goes on to say, if you're going to be physically intimate with somebody, wear a mask. Now, <laughs> like eyes wide shut style? So here's the thing. <laughs> Surgical mask. For all of the women that have had to be under me, which is horrific enough to think about... <laughs> I and to, hate and, that terminology, and, and, to and look, so do they. And to look at, imagine now that on top of you wearing a mask and breathing like Darth Vader. <laughs> Get that into your cerebrum and play it over and over again. Not only that, but it also does sound a lot like you have just stated you will be intimate with all heterosexual women in Canada. (laughs) I will take what I can get. (laughs) And in this case, I mean all Canadian women. (laughs) That is horrible. And I speak for everybody when I say get the fuck out. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. I'll just get the next $20,000 flight. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Leaves three weeks Friday. Absolutely. You might want to uh, jump in and see the specialist that can attach an extra cock to your arm. <laughs> because if you're embarking on this sexual exploit, you are going to need all the help you can get. But mask-wise, that is, that's that's crazy advice. I understand that it is safe, yeah. but it is the least sexy thing that you could possibly do. <laughs> no. The great, do you know what's getting really good out of this, though? Rates of Sandys <laughs> going through the roof because there's no kissing involved. There's just staring straight ahead thinking about your life choices <laughs> as you either jack or be jacked. <laughs> that is actually the 18th uh, French <laughs> movie in the Debbie Does Dallas <laughs> franchise. Jack or be jacked. <laughs> Debbie Does Sandy. Um there's there's also a bunch of other things that I've heard along those same lines from uh, different health departments that aren't quite that batshit. There's one that springs to mind. I think it might be the the Canadian one that you're about to mention. Is it is it involving a uh, the possibility of drilling a hole in a wall? No. Have you heard about this? I okay, it's it's either Britain, Canada, or the States. One of their health departments suggested that a great idea for couples who were wanting to engage in sexual intercourse during COVID was to make a glory hole. Oh my god! Right? What? Like? How a, are these rounds ta- in a functional wall? <laughs> okay. In a load-bearing wall. <laughs> right. What are the studs like in this? Thing? <laughs> so that's it. Okay. So here's the go. Uh, let's just say that. You're a homeowner <laughs> and you want to be intimate with your significant other. So here's what you're going to do. You get a large bore drill. You're going to compare that to your dick and you're going to say, okay, about waist height, measure it out. Uh, yeah. Then uh, drill a hole through the wall. That's, that's your fuck space <laughs> now. <laughs> that's it. Oh, my God. That is mental. But I love the last thing that she says, which is, the lowest risk sexual activity during COVID-19 involves yourself alone. Yeah, I know that. Horrible. I know that better than anybody <laughs> <laughs> during those trying times. The apex in safety. 
doing nothing. Oh my god, yes, thank you, health department. Yeah, the, closely followed by a Sandy. The, the most, <laughs> most sexually safe thing you could do during lockdown is to revert to a 15-year-old version of yourself (laughs) where you knew no women, (laughs) you had zero chance with the women, (laughs) and you just had to service yourself. (laughs) It's just you, yourself, your two opposable thumbs. And a hole in the wall. (laughs) A heap of printed porn. (laughs) Blue tack to the wall. (laughs) <laughs> knowing that there are at least four minutes before your parents get home, <laughs> which is, <laughs> which is three enough and a half time minutes to too many <laughs> to do it four times. Um, yeah, okay. There's, I think you've got to be realistic if you're a health department and start releasing some uh, advice. Uh, probably more along the glory hole lines, <laughs> to be honest. The mask one is fucking crazy. I know. Re- really hectic. It's really bizarre because I don't know if you've seen the range of masks that people are using. Imagine if you were doing it with some of those weirdos. You remember right at the beginning of the pandemic, people weren't using masks, they weren't using anything. It was like giant like water cooler bottles. <laughs> like imagine if some bloke's trying to <laughs> just get get it on with you and he comes out <laughs> wearing a fucking disused microwave on his head. <laughs> Yeah, the <laughs> the robot sex yeah. that people are going to be having when they're wearing large plastic boxes on their head, <laughs> <laughs> fucking through a hole in the wall. <laughs> yeah, that's the future. If you're listening to this from the future, you, you're like, this is normal. This is normal. This is where we're at now. What are you laughing about? Totally. Yeah. Okay. That's. <laughs> but that's that's that's, that's that. That so is far. the absolute worst. Okay, so I am taking us over to the great state of Buffalo. That's a city. city. <laughs> fuck. The great... Fuck you. The anyway, great animal of Buffalo. <laughs> of Buffalo. And inside that animal is a wonderful town called Tonawanda. Have no way of backing up that it is wonderful, but it's definitely batshit. As you can <laughs> tell from this headline... Tonawanda residents want a new policy that allows police to accept sexual gratuities. Okay, a lot to unpack with that headline. So let me give you the York notes. Effectively, there is a local activist group who would like it to be completely fine for cops on duty to accept sexual favours from any citizen provided that they last for no longer than 15 minutes and that they forego one of their 15-minute breaks later in the day. This is part of their desire to honour police who they think are getting a rough time in light of recent developments and anti-police sentiment. So somehow it has become the taxpayer's problem for the cops to get their load off. This really reeks of, like, if you've ever been pulled over by a cop and you're just like, all you think... Well, I, it's all I think is that, oh, great, you're like revenue raising here. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And it was just like, great, criminals are running free. You're pulling me over for, for not stopping three seconds at a stop sign. You know what I mean? <laughs> and it's like the exact same thing here. It's like, why the fuck would, should you be off getting blowjobs on taxpayer dollars? It's like, <laughs> I would love to get paid <laughs> to get a Sandy, let me tell you. <laughs> That's how it should go. If it's all right for the cops... 
then it, it's all right for, for me. all of us. But also it raises, <laughs> <laughs> raises the question. If it's you want to abuse your power, then I want to abuse my power. <laughs> if it's fine for the cops, what about the ambos? What about the fireys? Where does it end? <laughs> does everybody get a blowy at lunch? Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> why is that where America's tax dollars are going? Yeah. So here's what the policy would say. Or is, is being pushed through. Like, it's got a groundswell of support. Um, not This isn't a police-driven thing. The public seem vehement that this is something what? they want. Don't know. The only quote that I have is from a middle-aged woman called Karen who says that she's all for it. <laughs> anyway. Legit Karen? Yeah, leg- her name's Karen. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? She wants to take back the name Karen. It's sexy as fuck. <laughs> it's been dragged through the mud. Why, like, why not, like, a free meal? Why not, like, a fucking handshake? Like, why is it sexual favours? Because the policy would not allow officers to request sexual gratuities under oh, any they circumstances. Were them. They were asking for them. They said, you know what? You don't have to ask anymore. We'll give him Sandy for you. (laughs) Sandy for you. (laughs) Two Sandys for you, Sergeant. (laughs) Ah, Hello, Constable. But (laughs) in the event that such a non-monetary gratuity is offered, the officer would not be punished for accepting it, so long as the encounter is less than 15 minutes and the officer declines to take his next scheduled 15-minute break. It Like all of it comes back to the same point over and over again. If you are a police officer, what gives you the right to get blown at work? Yeah, we all want to get blown, blown at, at work. work. Everybody does. There's, there should not be some kind of a special thing, yeah. a, a special rule that is applied to the cops whereby our taxes, well, not our taxes, you and I don't live in the US of A. In the great animal of buffalo. <laughs> Inside the Star Wars-style <laughs> belly of the beast <laughs> where cops can get blown at work and Karen is a sexy name. What sort of fucking Narnia is this? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, here is a picture of two cops being Getting told... blown. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Oh, my God. Yeah, there's one dude who's just like, I have no idea what's going on. And the other dude is like, tell me more. <laughs> I'm not anti this. But he, again, just... If I'm a paramedic in the US and I'm going, you know what? We have... A higher stress job. Yeah. Uh, we're constantly on the road. They're 14-hour shifts. You know what would be great? We don't get a 15-minute break. But if we did, I'd love it to be filled with Sandy. Absolutely. Wall-to-wall wall Sandys. What What does it go from? Like, what's the name? We have Smoko for the regular break. <laughs> Blow-o. Blow-o. <laughs> Sorry, boss. Just going outside for Blow-o. <laughs> That would be the best. And that would bring in one of my favourite concepts in all of life, which is the concept of blowjob to completion. <laughs> it is. I know you told me never to bring this up I on the cast before. I believe it's back. But it is back because you brought it back. <laughs> blowjob to completion is the best. It's a wonderful, wonderful gift that your partner can give you. You don't ask for anything. It's to completion the best. Do you, do you know what? lives on the exact opposite side of the spectrum to blowjob to completion. Sandy's. 
<laughs> and you know why? Let me talk you through it. A Sandy, no one comes. <laughs> Because eventually it just runs out of steam. <laughs> like like wrist a versus dick. Wrist wins. Yeah. <laughs> Finish him. <laughs> wrist always wins. But yeah, it's like a train that has a coal engine and they've just run out of fuel. They run out of steam. Eventually friction is the real enemy. Oh my god. And, <laughs> and all of a sudden you're Goodbye, there. pleasure, yeah, hello yeah. pain. Hello, raw chorizo. <laughs> yeah, so uh, that's the, that's where I think this should be. If you live in the United States and you live in Buffalo, this is how I think that you should oppose this particular uh, policy. I don't know what sort of backroom deals the cops are running to try and get at work blowies, but this is some seriously bullshit, corrupt action. You should propose, no worries, this can definitely happen. Only Sandys. And you see how quick those cops turn around and say, we don't want this anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I'd rather take the smoker. I'll take the smoker. <laughs> oh, I love that. <laughs> what else you got, mate? All right. So we are heading to the Queen's major... Th- We're back in Canada. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> we are back in Canada this time on the other coast. I can't remember where the last one was. <laughs> anyway... Halifax. I thought you were about to retell me the same story. No, no, no. Halifax, Nova Scotia. The ah, Scosche. Ah, good. The Scosche. So in uh, in Halifax, there is a landlord who is trying to evict his tenants because they haven't paid rent for four months. That'll happen. It happens all the time, but not with the hard bacterial veneer or viral veneer of the Rones. Of course. So obviously there are few different factors at play here, but long story short, this guy's tenants have not paid rent for four months. He's like, great. First step, what do you think a first step would be as a landlord? (laughs) If you haven't received rent for four months, what is your first course of action? Well, as a start, I create an action policy that says that I get a blowjob at work. (laughs) (laughs) And I would march for my rights. My rights as a landlord oh. to get paid any way I wish. Oh, my God. So what he ends up doing is cutting the power. So he cuts the oh, power. Oh, that seems reasonable. That seems absolutely reasonable as a first <laughs> step. <laughs> it's like he bought a book <laughs> on negotiation and it was missing 14 chapters. Absolutely. <laughs> the, it was like The last one is all out aggression. It's just an A4 page saying go hard or go home. <laughs> You miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Absolutely. So <laughs> he he cuts off the power and then he starts cutting off the utilities. <laughs> so and finally, he cut off Michael McDonald's penis. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> uh, and so during this time, he's sort of wondering when they're going to leave because surely you can't get far with no utilities and no power. It's a However, pretty It's a pretty dank existence at that point. However, they become friends with their neighbour who starts... (laughs) They become moles. Yeah. They become (laughs) animals of the night and live in underground burrows. It's the best. And he basically is just like... Yeah, they, they the couple becomes friends with the neighbour next door who lends them power. They're just like, how good who we lends can... them power. I have no idea what that means. <laughs> it was in the article. It's just like, what? <laughs> like, I think it means like using the microwave. 
not like this weird oh. s- comic book style <laughs> thing where you pass some sort of electric orb <laughs> of light <laughs> over to somebody and they're just like, wow, <laughs> now we can power the whole apartment. I'm, I'm imagining the static electricity thing. The it's just a carpet bit. and they're just rubbing their feet <laughs> on the carpet and touching the microwave. <laughs> Go Freedom Train! <laughs> um, but just to be clear, so... The, the power was only shut off to one apartment. Just one apartment, I yeah. thought it was the whole building. I'm like, no, no, no. because this building will band together and burn it to the ground and the landlord in it. But So it's just one apartment. Yeah, so it's just one apartment. How good are people? It's the, the best. Na- Neighbours come to the party. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, have some power. <laughs> Until they don't. Oh, no. So one night they are making what the neighbour de- uh, deems excessive noise and then they're just like, we ain't friends no mo. <laughs> Cut the power. And so the neighbour is not friends with them anymore. Oh, shit. And they're living in this powerless, uh, utility-less apartment. Yeah. Anyway, they go off that's to... A, that's called a storage unit at that point. Yeah, absolutely. And so they go out to work one day. The landlord comes in and goes, guess you won't be needing this and takes something. They come back it's and they go... his penis. They go, where's the tap? <laughs> He's taken the fucking... <laughs> oh my god, that is amazing! Which is so petty. It, it's so petty and so insane. Where it's just like, great, good luck getting your water that I already cut off now. <laughs> so, <laughs> but he's within his rights once again. This it's insane, and he's a full blown asshole. Totally, but technically, he does own the fixtures. No, I get it, and, and he, the tap, and he goes on this full on war of attrition. They're just like, oh my god, I can't believe he took the tap. What a psycho. Anyway, I you know we still don't have a way to pay rent. We can't move anywhere cause virus. Yeah. So he Did, just didn't the government in didn't the Canadian government have rent relief? Uh, not to, apparently in Halifax as a city, like they have very very low vacancies in terms of rent. Right. Like regardless, like at any time. So hectic. Yeah. So so, so so the landlords hold the power. Absolutely. And so they come back another day after coming back from work. What's missing now? Oh, the door. <laughs> He took the fucking door and the windows. He fucking took them. So now they've gone from being in a storage shed to being in a very open, cold storage shed where anyone can walk in. Imagine just walking in and seeing that happen. Like imagine you're, you live next door and you're that neighbour and you're just like, oh, hey, Jerry. And he's just like, oh, hey, Darlene. And just unscrewing the hinges from the door. But also, when you <laughs> people seeing this end end aspect without any of the process and going, wow, how did it escalate to this point? Basically, old mate is just removing the entire apartment piece by piece, and they're still there stubbornly camping out. Yeah, there's not much more to take after that point. It's like the windows are gone, the door's gone, the tap's gone. There's no power. There's absolutely no running utilities and there's no penis. <laughs> Everything has been taken <laughs> by the landlord and is being kept to ransom. There is just a flaw at this point. Like, I mean, what the fuck do you even do at this point? Like, that, you- that has to be worse than staying at a, at a local shelter. Like, that is at that point with no door. Yeah. I mean, I'm super fucked. Absolutely, and so is that, a, that can't be legal. So, well, apparently he's within his rights, but uh, they've invoked legal aid 
the, the couple. Ah, good. And so Legal Aid are now fighting that thing. Because on the one hand, yes, it does sound like, wow, this landlord is fucking batshit insane. But then you hear other things about how they are awful tenants. <laughs> <laughs> and I then mean, it's just like they're making, they're trashing the apartment, they're making heaps of noise, and you're just like, well, the noise would travel if you have no fucking door <laughs> or windows. It, it, it is hard to keep anything indoors if you have absolutely no doors or windows. What is a functional door when a door goes? Does it end up being like car tape? You know, with like those smashed out windows and they just put fucking tape all over it? It's 100% those strange rural town hanging beads that are at the takeaway <laughs> shop that you must it's part. It's a vision chip shop. It's a vision chip shop. The plastic flaps. The horrible plastic dreadlocks <laughs> that hang at the front of the takeaway shop. It's all uh, crash paper. It's like... <laughs> Actually, that's a great question. Listeners, what is your best DIY door solution? I reckon it's, ma- it's made out of the same material as AFL banners. <laughs> <laughs> and you run through that every day. It depends on what sort of AFL banner you're talking about because one of the blokes that we played with when he played his 250th, uh, we made the banner, crepe paper, etc. We... <laughs> This I literally said crèche paper before. <laughs> a crèche is where you hold, where children. You hold children. You go um, on. So uh, this, this was for a stalwart of the club. We also, in between those two sides that said, uh, congratulations on the 250 games, put a whiteboard in between <laughs> the, oh, the sh- ribbons shit. and the video of him running headfirst into the whiteboard <laughs> is the peak of the internet. <laughs> So that's that's the door. That's what you want. I love some that. kind of sturdy structure and then some ribbon. Oh, so good at absolute best. But that's it for for train wreck trophy. Oh my god. Oh, on a, on a very very quick point, uh, did you know that that Smash Mouth gig that you mentioned the other week? There have been 100 confirmed Rona cases as a result of it already. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's already spreading, and it spreads through half of the states. So a friend of mine who's a photographer, he actually sent me a post this morning, which was done by a photojournalist who went to the Sturgis rally. Oh, dear. And it's just, like, disjointed uh, videos of certain things going on around the town. It is fucking frightening. (laughs) I'm not even kidding. I'll have to show it to you when we get off air. But holy shit. It's just like people line dancing like right next to each other, uh, screaming at their top of their lungs, God bless the USA by Lee Greenwood with their like hands on their hearts, but like hugging each other and shit. There's a dude blitzed off his mind, eating like a fucking slice of pizza and falling down a door. It's really bizarre. <laughs> to the people who are listening to this in 2021 going, that sounds like a great music festival. Fuck are you guys on about? Yeah, we know. There just doesn't happen to be a pandemic at every major music festival that rips through people's respiratory systems. No, absolutely. But that that is the end of Trader Tra- That is the end of Trader Tra- That's Tra- it. That's Question it. Question mark? That's it. All right. Which means that it is time to move on to the final segment of the show, Your Baby, I So Horny. Yes. Where Rig goes through the world of online dating in the times of Rona. Absolutely. And there are some banging bios. And by banging, I mean sort of horrifying. (laughs) 
So <laughs> here is one from uh, from a young lady. She says, "If you want me to message first, let me know." Which is a very it's a very memed thing because it obviously gets the man to message first, yep. so it's a big thing. But then the next line is something that is just kisses fingers like a chef, which is, "I like two things in me." You and your best mate. Oh. Now, here's the thing. Here's the thing. <laughs> Good for her. Look, <laughs> you're, if you're out there getting yours, that's fine. But let me tell you something. This is just free constructive advice to you, whoever wrote this. <laughs> this is real school of hard knocks. The last thing I want to fucking think about when I'm trawling for women on these online dating apps is my best mate. <laughs> also, I'm married. Yeah. <laughs> Please, please don't join me in that weird venture. No, no, we've discussed this. Uh, not only will I not be doing that, but uh, it's a bad outcome for every single person involved. Absolutely. How about this girl? Now, I understand that there are picky people out there. The reason why I know is because I am one of them. <laughs> so, but this introspective with Rig. The uh, incredible amount of self-awareness from the kid. <laughs> so humble too. <laughs> Classic Mr. City. But exactly. And how's this girl with her list of demands? 182 centimetres. That's her height, obviously. Prefer 195 centimetres plus with at least 80% brain function. Sucker for a trimmed beard and an aquiline nose. Gonzo's hit me up. You know, with those long sort of triangle noses. All applicants must have up-to-date vaccinations, copies of recent STI test results, and must declare if you have any infectious diseases, be it sexually related or, or otherwise, if we get that far. This will be reciprocated. I've had enough of you dirty-ass motherfuckers only concerned with getting your dicks wet at the expense of a woman's health. A couple <laughs> of things here. A couple I'll, of things here. Hold now, on. Pump the brakes for a second and... Let's just unpack bit by bit because that is a comically long scroll of demands. Absolutely. Th- that's, that is a kidnapper's ransom note. <laughs> that's that, what that is. That is a medieval piece of parchment going <laughs> across the floor of the court. <laughs> Holy fuck. Isn't the whole point at the start to try and attract a mate? Yeah. <laughs> that is insane. So just, just to recap, you need to be... Over six foot five. Tall. You Very ne- tall. You need to have a trimmed beard, a aquiline or triangle, like a structured pointy nose. Sure. And you all also must provide copies of your recent STI test results, vaccination reports, and must declare if you have any infectious diseases if we get that far. But don't worry, you will be reciprocated because she has all of this in her regular <laughs> file, which I'm sure... <laughs> Is never far away. <laughs> oh my Here's god! Here's the thing: I can really get behind safe sex, right? Totally understand. All about it. You've, the, heard, you're you've heard my huge proponent rants. of it. But holy shit! If anyone rocked up with a full-on like, you are obviously seeing the wrong dudes. If you require like a fucking full rundown of sexual health, completely. It's you need to stop hanging out around prisons because that is a <laughs> fucking low bar of bloke. Oh fuck, that is just so. But like, I really do agree with the last part, which says. I've had enough of you dirty-ass motherfuckers only concerned with getting your dicks wet at the expense of a woman's health. Fair. Good. Absolutely fair. Good. Good. But if it wasn't so many words, you should put it on a shirt. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Cull the first bit. 
just have the last bit and go, I've had enough, you dirty ass motherfuckers, just concerned with getting your dicks wet. Love it. Because, you know what? You're still going to get the same amount of swipes because guys are trash. <laughs> it does not matter. For for women, on what I'm getting from, from this and from having spoken with uh, my, female mates who are in the uh, online dating scene at the moment, it is basically they are the gatekeepers. I yeah. understand where this chick is coming from. Oh, she's, totally. She's obviously completely had enough. Oh, absolutely. But, but, but similarly, you're going to be the gatekeeper regardless. Yeah. Understand you're putting the, uh, the upfront uh, desires and requests as far as uh, people being honest. When you start asking for only people uh, to apply who have 80% brain function, is she talking about... Uh, 80% of capacity because no human in history yeah. has ever had that. She <laughs> is seeking for Bradley a, Cooper uni- in Limitless. a unicorn with a life hack pill yeah. that can unhack his entire brain. So, yeah, she is... Uh, she is She's looking for six foot five Bradley, Bradley Cooper. Cooper. Oh, my God. All right, how about this from uh, an Asian girl? I love this. Forget coronavirus. Have you had yellow fever? Oh, come on. That's, that's pretty, pretty that's, good. That's pretty creative by <laughs> her. I like that. She's, she's steering into the skid. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, look, if you've got it, flaunt it, right? I mean, you just got to make it happen. Yeah. But I love this one. This is a great one to cap it all off with because I share these sentiments so much. I don't want pictures of your dick. Send me a video of you reading out loud so I know you're not a fucking idiot. <laughs> How fucking good is that? My God, reach out to that woman oh. and give her a medal. Oh, my God. I can I can <laughs> hear the 21% of our female listenership high-fiving their mates being like, Yes, queen. <laughs> that is so good. Fuck, that is amazing. Imagine I would like, I, I kind of wanted to use that with my bio. <laughs> Uh, well, I think we all know that the front runner and the only bio that should be used by all women on the internet is don't send me a picture of your dick unless it's wearing a hat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have no interest in any of that noise. Fucking hell. It's just such a shitty bar. Yeah, it is. It's very Guys are the worst. Yeah. Always, always the worst. I know. We can't be trusted with anything. No, completely not. But again, similarly, continue to create great bios. Women, ladies, they do not go unnoticed. We love the work that you're doing out there and the incredible streams and fields of absolute garbage that you are wading through (laughs) in, in search of not your dream guy, just a bloke who isn't shit. (laughs) <laughs> it's it's a lot of work. It's about there. I mean, that's so much effort for a four, yeah. which <laughs> is <laughs> most most blokes. It's like isn't it fucking weird? These women are out there trying to find their cubic zirconia in the rough. <laughs> Because everything up to that point has been just gem mirage. Yeah, it's yeah, been it's fucking opals. <laughs> opals is so generous. It's just that fucking weird jelly ring that yeah. you get out of the vending machine. It turns out it's not even hard. It's just soft candy. Soft, fat candy with a 10-year-old picture. 
<laughs> you morons. Oh. <laughs> Update your pictures. <laughs> Give that lady your STI check results. <laughs> if you don't have them, show yourself the fuck out. No. Oh, you absolute three. <laughs> <laughs> oh, guys. Oh, well, uh, if you want to get in touch with us, please hit us up on Instagram. We are Gus and Rig at G-U-S-A-N-D-R-I-G. We are on Facebook, Shit Show, all one word. Find us there. Give us a like, if you please. And also, make sure to send us all of your dick skin emails <laughs> to shitshow.au at gmail.com because we're already overflowing what's going to be a few hundred more. <laughs> Completely. And as always, if you would like to get behind the show, get behind uh, what we're doing, then you can jump onto Patreon, www.patreon.com slash Gus and Rig. We have unheard content that you won't get uh, in the public domain. You can, no, you can send us your weird dick pics and your requests for (laughs) all manner of strange dick skin requests anytime, but you won't get to hear our thoughts on it where we really roast you as the public <laughs> unless you are part of our Patreon. We have a series of tiers, $5, 10 and $20 tiers, so please get behind us. It allows us to keep doing what we're doing and keep bringing the best content that we can find to your ears. Absolutely. Well, I've got to go pull down my pants, sit on my hand and wait until it goes numb. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to go graft a penis to my arm and <laughs> sing Long Train Running. <laughs> Cheers. See you guys. <laughs>